Yeah. Welcome back to She Can Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen, aka Gongoli or Gongoli MC on Instagram. If you're looking for that music, you want to see what we're doing, or if you just want to see some of my morning inspiration up in the stories, because that's really what I've been doing lately. I've been working on some stuff for y'all, so y'all should be getting that soon. Or if you want to see what I'm doing with some food, holidays are coming up. You can go over there to Colleen Eat Wings, also on Instagram. If you just want to keep tabs on everything all at once, hop on over to the website. That is D O E records.com and you know we have dough records if you're looking for music or if you want to submit music for consideration book me for shows you can go over there as well what up y'all how y'all doing oh my goodness so we're midway through this week here and um i almost been like debating if i should even get in here and discuss what i'm about to discuss or not but yeah here we go i'm gonna discuss it because um i think this whole I don't know if you want to call it debacle. I think it's um very triggering, not only for myself, but for a lot of people out there because relationships, we're all in them. We all have been through them and we all have had heartbreak, disappointment, but for it to be on a grand scale, like it has been displayed as of lately, it's crazy. Okay. So you already know I'm going with this, right? You know, the title is called Red Flags, Triggers and Drama. Oh my so we're going to get right into it. I'm not even going to talk about um, what I did, where I've been, none of that stuff. We're going to get right into this this week. This is wild. This is a wild week here. So it's only Wednesday, but woke up on Monday and it's all over. And I'm not trying to even talk about it to grab hype or to chase clout or whatever. I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about it in a minute. But um, we all know, it's all everywhere, baby and Danny Lee, crazy. The way they had their argument, he tried to, well, successfully removed her from his house called the police she received charges i don't have to go through all of the whole breakdown but i will to make my points for this episode but first i want to start off by saying that i'm sending her massive heal energy strength because strength is the biggest thing that you need during times like this and i'm sending her love may she be covered in love and I'm going to leave it there just because no one wants to be put in that type of situation. Just imagine just your own circle of people, you know, that you know, that might not be millions. It could just be hundreds or thousands. Right. And someone embarrasses you on the Internet. And only a thousand or a couple of hundred people see it. You'll still feel humiliated. You know what I'm saying? But imagine if it's like one point nine million people is, you know, watching this and is being on TMZ, Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked, everywhere, everyone's talking about it. Madness. So, me personally, I don't know if I could have um, survived something like that <laughs> right about now without truly getting some charges. She would have, I would just put it like this. She caught some really light charges. You're not going to put me on the internet and film me and degrade me like that. But that's a different story because I'm a different woman, right? And um, that's the thing. I think at different stages in our lives, we are different people, you know? So Danny Lee, I think I can't empathize with her because, you know, I've been through heartbreak in my 20s and you're young and dumb and it's toxic and you don't even understand why you're insistent on dealing with the toxicity, but you continue to come back, right? It's just being young and dumb in my opinion. But the difference, I guess, with um, different generations is now everything is on the internet. Everything has to be proven. I have to show and prove and I have to let the world know. 
you know, like to like vindicate themselves or whatever the case may be. But um, that was just crazy. But I have to backtrack a bit, right? Because everything I just set up to this point is truly how I felt. And that was my initial reaction when I saw everything, but I'm pretty sure like everyone else who's not really familiar with the, all the details because I've loosely followed and it's weird. It's almost like I did some foreshadowing because a couple of days ago I seen, um, her post something and I was like, damn, I didn't even, I forgot I followed her, you know, cause I did like her music. I think she has pretty dope, you know, catalog of songs. And I thought honestly, she was on a rise up in my opinion. It was a point in time where I was following her and Doja Cat like around the same time they was doing similar type of stuff and you know different and had a kind of their own little niche carved out and I was like I don't know you know both of these girls are interesting they kind of give me the same vibe and then Doja Cat just shot for the moon but um yeah and you know Danny Lee became the baby's baby mama I guess but um I'm not gonna just you know resort her to that we want to go back a bit so like I said I wouldn't know all the details but I did um loosely like I'm pretty sure everyone else did see like oh she was dating the baby oh okay wait a minute he's with his baby mother oh okay they're not together oh wait a minute they're back together you know just following it loosely in a thing am I all on it following the girl's business no but you see it just because you know the internet they're celebrities right so you're seeing who's connected to who who's hooking up or who etc then I did notice how um I don't even know what it was that I seen but they was showing her and it was like you know Danny Lee looks pregnant And I guess wherever they were at, she was like covering up or had like a big jacket on. And he was like, I know she's not pregnant for the baby because he played her, you know, publicly played her in 2020 after quarantining with her and all this other stuff. He turned around and played her for her to go back to him and then get pregnant. Right. So this is where, you know, last I kind of you know, heard was like, she was pregnant. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So that faded out. I saw her post some pregnancy pictures and I'm like, oh, wow, she's really pregnant, but she doesn't have a baby father in the picture. So I'm not going to say, oh yeah, it's the baby's baby. Like I'm not that far into it to even care, honestly. So, you know, just passed. And then now wake up on Monday and it's like, boom, he has her on blast. She's holding babies. Like, she's like, you know how, like, I mean, come on now. I can't even lie. Some days I look probably worse than that in the house. You know, you're in your house. You know, she got a ponytail on, her tank top, like, no bra. Like, she's home relaxing, apparently. She's feeling comfortable to the point that she's in her loungewear feeding her baby, right? And he's in there like, get out, crazy lady, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Now you're, you know just had a baby I don't really know how to postpartum work I don't have children you know so I didn't give birth I should say so um yeah um I don't know how that works but um I'm pretty sure it's a sensitive time I'm just thinking like if you had surgery any changes that you had done to your body then you have a new life that you're taking care of that's only been in this world three months your mind's a little different right now you gotta get you gotta wrap your mind around everything that's going on plus I'm pretty sure she knows she's in a toxic situation with this dude so she's probably working on walking around on eggshells I don't know, but, um, that was the empathy I was feeling until I started to look deeper and peel the layers back and say, okay, so wait a minute now, all the bloggers are talking about it. So all the stuff that I'm saying, it's really not allegedly because it's like out there, you could just Google it. But, um, apparently 
you know, she, when she started dating him, it did come off a little secretive. It wasn't like just out there like, Hey, I like him. He likes me. We're dating. So that kind of lets you know, it really wasn't on the up and up, right? Because he apparently had kids. He apparently always referred to his baby mother and you saw glimpses of his family as he promoted his music and did what he did and lived his life out on on Instagram and social media. So I just, I didn't really follow him too much to care. Like I remember seeing B Simone at one time, like I love the baby. I'm going to marry the baby. And he actually kind of like, in my opinion, curved her, even though my, she might've been joking or whatever too. But you know, with all jokes, it was a little bit of reality. So it was a whole thing there. She's like, I'm taking the baby. We're marrying for Halloween. And it was like, you know, a big thing. And he still didn't get with B Simone, you know, like, you know, it was not publicly anyway, to the point of this madness. But, um, yeah, you know, they were still, you know, just jokes and laughs and moved on. But he got with Danny Lee. They did a song and it became a little bit more, but they didn't really show it right away. It wasn't really a public thing. So to me, that makes me feel like you kind of knew that it, he was a hundred percent a single guy. You know, because you know how guys are like, you know, I'm not going to say I can speak for all men and all men do this or whatever like that. But you come across those guys where they'll be like, hey, look, this is what it is. I have a family that he may not say like directly. I'm with my baby mother. I'm with her. We live together. Or he may not even say I'm married, you know, but he might be like, I have a family. My family's important to me. So we can hang out. We could do whatever. But just you know, respect that this is what it is. Right. And that's on you as the individual, depending on how you're feeling to say, if you want to partake in that or say, nah, I'm I'm not trying to interrupt you or your family. Attraction is there. I like you. That's cool. But I'm going to withdraw my um, invitation. Right. So you still have an uh, option to pick. So to me, I feel like the way you moved initially when dealing with him lets me feel like you kind of knew, about the baby mother or his girlfriend because they like on again off again like so you know that's another type of situation you've seen a couple of people like Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade had an off again baby when they were off on the on again off again before they got married etc a couple of people had that you know things happen things happen so um yeah he been off on again off again with his girlfriend and then you know he probably's dating while he's on or off and then coming back to his family when he's on holidays etc i don't know i don't know what the man do but the way it played out on social media that's what it looks like to me right and then she's with it she's cooperating with it because you really to me i feel like if you are not like posting like that and you're not like that like you're kind of sneaking around like oh we see you in the background of the frame but you're not really up front you know like he's not making an effort to pull you into the frame or pull you into like hey look the the narrative then it is probably safe to say that maybe you were the side chick you know that's the side chick is the one like hey i have fun with her we do mad things you know we might even go on vacation and shit we might be together for years and play house from time to time however that's what we do. The world don't really know what we do or et cetera. And because of that, the benefits are great, et cetera. Just depending on how you're doing it or whatever you're doing, I guess. But, um, so, and honestly, I feel like this, you had to be enjoying it in order to be cooperating. Right. So she's doing all of that. And at first, like, you know, 
you know, even with her music, I think she speaks a lot through her music, which a lot of us artists do. So I understand that completely. But um, even her song, she kind of said had a song that was like with Chris Brown was like, let's take it easy. Like you do you. I do me. And, you know, we can kind of link up, but you don't have to be mine. We don't have to be in a relationship to do what we do, you know. So maybe in the beginning, she kind of was like the cool girl vibe. Like, hey, look, I'm not looking for nothing. We, I'm in L.A. I'm doing this. I'm choreographing for Chris Brown. I'm on tour. We get up and we get up and, you know, do what we do. And I know you got your family and everything, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? You know, I'm hoping in the beginning at least she probably was like that. But somewhere along the way, it got muddled and feelings got caught you know and you can't tell me that feelings was just one way because they have a child now right and she was there with him in charlotte even though you didn't even know that that she was there but apparently she was right but the whole thing is this i feel like um they probably were both fooling themselves and also at the same time they're young so i'm gonna start with that first like being young I think emotions are more heightened versus logical thinking. Like you think with your heart, like you wear your heart on your sleeve. So you would do things that you'll never thought you were ever going to do. You know what I'm saying? You would go crazy. That's why you see like chicks would like beat people's cars up. I'm slashing tires. I'm following a dude home. Like you see crazy stuff is freaking shows on top of shows of stuff that people's done craziness in the name of love and passion, crime, passions of the crime. What is it? Crimes of passion. I can't even say it. Crimes of passion, right? So people, we know that emotions can get heightened. Emotions can take over if you're not in control and thinking logically, right? And then when you're younger, I feel like the um, emotional intelligence factor could be a little bit lower because, um, with the emotion, you have to have the intelligence to control it. And if you do not, you can lose control. And um, I'm guilty of it, 100%. 20s, emotional roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be happy one minute, the next day, like, what you said to me? Like, emotional roller coaster. And that is lack of emotional intelligence. It's something some people get it, like, you know, like, I don't know, like singing, like an opera singer. You can get it naturally, or some people can get trained and learn it and learning like a skill. So it's something that you can work on, you know, but as time goes on and as life gives you lessons anyway, you will build up your emotional intelligence. Sometimes life will beat you in the ass if you do not recognize the lack of emotional intelligence and work on it yourself. So, you know, that's the different ends of the spectrum there. But I feel like um, that's what's happening there. Like they both got money and success young fast in their 20s you know what I'm saying like I was legit around their age you know I'm just put it this way I'm just grateful that I didn't get any charges and that I don't have any kids I'll just put it like that but the 20s was the 20s I'm just grateful I made it through and knock on wood right as we all probably was I put up a post the other day and I was like yo I'm so grateful when I was you know young like that the internet wasn't really popping because oh and then somebody was like girl right I would be under the jail like yeah it's true because we're all guilty of being emotionally unintelligent in our 20s our teens shit some of us in our 30s you know what I'm saying you know until it start kicking in so is it's it's that so I'm not going to say like oh they're wrong and it's a lack of emotional intelligence there because they are young 
okay? But then heightened emotions on top of that, you know? So it's basically like all emotion, no intelligence popping off here. Because if you look at it, it's like she basically stalemated herself. She had a budding career, rising career. She was on the way up. She was in the right circles, you know, working with the right people and making the right music, had the right look. Like she had a lot of everything going for her. And don't get me wrong, it's not like she's washed up and she can't come back. I mean, women have babies all every day and get back and get up and go to work, you know. So, so her job just so happens to be she's an entertainer. If she wants it, she just has to get back and go get it. But what I'm saying is um, emotionally, she fell in love and she got wrapped up in a dude and then it kind of maybe her family was probably like because it looks like her family and you know I could be wrong but just based on social media it looks like her family is also into music as far as like maybe they manage her career it looks like her brother does music her sister does music and maybe like her mom and them maybe it's like the managers I don't know how it works but it kind of looked like a music business oriented family so it's not like she's just as you know, unicorn. It looks like this is what they do. So, um, I think they should get her back on track, but I also feel like maybe they probably like, Hey, no, maybe this ain't the right time. You know, you already have like a shaky relationship with the dude. Why would you bring a kid into this? Maybe her parents was trying to speak some logic into her because they see that, you know, she's still young. She has a whole career ahead of her. She's right in the, you know, right on the cusp of launching off. And she launched off. You go on her page, she got millions of hits. Like, she's launched off. You know, so she bought people's, like, a nice-ass mansion in Dominican Republic. Like a fucking hotel, it looks like. So she's not like she's poor or broke or however the case may be. But um, whatever it was, she got emotionally involved. And that took her off of her square. You know, y'all might hear me say that a lot. Like, that's why you cannot let people suck your energy away. So that's what I was saying with, like, Red flags, triggers, drama. Oh my, I might be going reverse with it because I just started out with the drama. That was all drama. But let's break it down, right? Because everything that I just said about their situation, massive red flags. So first of all, you met the dude. You couldn't really, even if you're excited, any relationship, I know with me anyway, I'm like, when I'm, you know, first I got with, you know, Colossal, we're dating. I'm so giddy. I'm excited. Like, I'm talking to my friends about him like a schoolgirl. Like, oh, my God. Da, 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 da. You know, and, oh, he's going to call. We're going to go out to dinner. You know, excited about the the date and, the, you know, the courtship of it of all. And if you're not able to share that, right, and be like, oh, you know, we went here to dinner. We went there. And, and, and share those initial moments. Red flag number one. That should be your first red flag. Like, who are we hiding from? Because if I, I'm not playing the ducking game with you, and I'm not playing I Spy. So if you got something going on, let me know now so I can make my clear exit without further ado, right? The red flag number one. Then it seemed like he came back around. Like They, they did a video. He had her in the video with him. The song is like, my girl, yo, she bad. She, she's a masterpiece. But so... You know, she's feeling like well, I'm the girl that's the masterpiece, you know, D- by this time, you know, is already the, the baby mother on again, off again, girlfriend Mimi already knows what's popping off. So I guess she probably was feeling like, yeah, we're getting there now. Now the air is clear. I don't have to sneak no more. I'm in the music video. I'm his girl. 
So now it becomes more on a public scale, like it's official tissue after you see this video. Then they came back around and I think, I don't know whose video came out first because I'm telling you I wasn't tracking him like that. I just enjoyed the music and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But um, I know he did a song on, on her album and vice versa. She was in his video. And I think she choreographed another video for him. So either way, they was working together closely. So you could see the energy and the music. And I can't front the chemistry was there too. It's actually kind of sad because I feel like if it was like a fringe world, fringe, look that movie up, it's, you'll see what I'm talking about. But if it was like a different like parallel universe somewhere, I think that them two would probably be the ones that are together and like successfully or have the kids and be happy. It'd be like a different thing because they have a good chemistry that works in a weird way. But not in this world, I guess, right? In this world, is a very toxic one. But um, the chemicals are toxins. But um, yeah, so all that to say is she started to feel more confident, right? But the red flags came with this. Soon as you became confident with saying, okay, yep, I'm in the video with him now. Yep, his, his baby mother sees that I'm here. She knows my presence. She feels my presence. You do an interview, and now the world's like, hey, are you dating the baby? Because, you know, we're seeing this back and forth. Like, are you guys, is it official? And she's like, yes, it's official. Like, you know, it is what it is. People always asking, boom, boom, boom. And she kind of gave like a arrogant answer, you know, based on the feedback that I'm seeing from the different bloggers online that gave their reviews on the whole time frame. They say she came off kind of arrogant. She could have kind of played it a little bit more taboo and be like, yo, we're cool. Like we just work together a lot. So we have good chemistry, but it's really on screen. And could, they could, she'd have kept it. She could have just pushed it all the way off. You know what I'm saying? But she ate it up, absorbed it up and was like, yeah, it is what it is. He's, that's what we do. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was real arrogant about it. And, um, shortly after that, he dissed her. And like, I don't know, did like a whole family photo shoot with his baby mother and spent the holidays with his baby mother, took him on vacation and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then she was like, I'm officially single right after proclaiming that she was in this relationship very arrogantly and confidently shortly after this. And he dissed her. And shortly after he dissed her, she was like, I'm officially single. I know I played myself and I'm just going to move on. You guys don't got to rub it in. So I thought that was, you know, just it. But in the interim, they said, no, we got to back it up because when you were with him and he was having the videos and he was making you choreograph stuff and et cetera, you put out a little um video where you were like yellow bone is what i want yellow or what he want i don't know something about being yellow bone is what he wants and you know a lot of people in the social media world on the internet bloggers women of color dark-skinned women of color his baby mother's dark skin his daughter's dark skin you know women of color took offense to it i guess to say like hey so what because he you're light skin you're better like what are you trying to say you know yellow bone is what he wants like this is so wrong on so many different levels like not in the 2020 year of the me too are you still trying to be catering to what a man wants like what's going on what who are you so it offended people from the you know non-minuscule that didn't matter non-factors all the way up the totem pole to the point that she had to issue an apology and her apology 
was yet another arrogant response. It was not like a, hey, uh, I messed up. I didn't realize the sensitivity of, you know, what I was saying. And we even try to like embrace it, you know, like as far as like, hey, acknowledge it and then say, hey, this is what I'm going to do to go forward. And I did not, you know, like it was none of those factors in her apology. Instead, it was just like, yo, I'm yellow bones. So I just figured, you know, that's what I call myself because why, you know, we saw got songs for all different colors. But, you know, I didn't think no one would take offense to it because I'm not dissing no one and I'm not racist. I got a chocolate man. So how would I be racist? And I got a chocolate man. So it was like everything she started attaching herself to the baby, you know, but without really saying his name, red flag number three, because we can't, you know, like if I can't be like, yeah, you know, me and Colossal will be out here chilling and we about to go to Hawaii. Like if I can't say that and then I'm still saying I'm in a relationship, the two don't correlate because who are you in the relationship with? You know, and that's a lot of things that people don't understand. I remember like years ago, years, years, years ago, just like ladies hanging out, having drinks. And we we're just talking about our dating life and just where we're at. Right. And um, one of my associates said, oh, um, I'm in a relationship, but he's not. <laughs> and the whole table stopped and looked at her like, what? And she was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, I, you know, he has a he's still sore in his oats. So he has to get it out of his system. But, you know, I'm in a relationship, but he's not this, you know, I guess because they had children and whatever. But, um, yeah, she even had a kid with the dude and as well. And put it this way. They never ended up in the relationship that she was in, in her mind. And it was like a similar devastation as well. That's what I'm saying. So we have to, that's another red flag. Red flag number four. Like if you're feeling like it's one-sided, it might be one-sided. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying? Human beings. If you're feeling like it's one-sided, it might be. And it might be sometimes you might have to question that, you know, that's another red flag. So I feel like Danny Lee was doing that. Like she was doing her interviews and she was, you know, being coy, but not so coy about being with the baby. Whereas the baby's just deflecting any of that energy in his being. Okay. Then, you know, when she actually did try to put like a stamp on it, he ripped that off like a band aid, like with hair on it <laughs> you know like nah this is my baby mother my family and then to me I was like oh okay so I guess that was over with because you just seen his kids it, it, it would be some pictures that it looked like you could tell they're at the house on Sunday chilling with the family like wifey in there cooking he playing with the kids like that's the vibe I would get from some of the posts or whatever and you see his daughter and you know him and they're chilling so um yeah I never really got the vibe that she was still there in the background having his baby right so when that finally came out and she had the baby everybody like whoa she did that okay and then it just still faded away you know so it's like okay maybe they had a thing and it's just like they're being mature about it and or maybe that's just not he's not even the father maybe she rebound and had a baby with someone else right because that can happen too but um he ripped the band-aid off once again it's like they have an an, uh, um, annual band-aid ripping because it's around the same time, you know, and he ripped the bandaid off again. And he was like, um, you got to go, you got to get out of here. And 
take the baby with you. <laughs> That's crazy. And then she was trying to do like a rollout with like this, the baby and my baby and boom, boom. And yeah, I guess do a photo shoot and everything. And he was like, nah, this the baby, show the baby, did just everything crazy. Like against her approval. Then he just made it look real bad on the joint, you know? And then everybody was like, why are you still there? Why is she still there? And that's what makes people start to question her finances. Like, is she balling? Because I'd have been out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to tell me once and then think I'm going to be sitting around here trying to figure out why. Like, you know, I'm out. And don't even try to FaceTime this child. <laughs> nah, we out. But, um, yeah, so people was like, well, why was she still there, blah, blah, blah. And he said he flew the jet out for her. He did this, he did that. So is um she broke? Is she got no money? What's going on? And he was like, her family. And, you know, he was trying to give it, like, he gave a little exposure without exposing. So it just made you ask some questions. But the point of all that to say is um red flags. I just called off, like, four, five red flags off the rip you know what i'm saying so this was stuff that was happening before it led up to this you know he went back to the baby mother didn't really wasn't really there whatever he did you know he just did just enough and you were hype you was hype with it he did just enough and you were hype with it and then i guess when now she had the baby she's like i'm up here i'm chilling you know i'm with him maybe in her mind once again she's in a relationship and this dude is probably like irritated every time he coming out. Like, ah, damn, she's still here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it was so terrible. But red flags, red flags. If we um, which have we noticed has been trending on social media. You say I put up the red flags. Red flags. If a person does this, red flag. If a person does that, if you see him doing this, it's a red flag, right? It's like people are sitting here now and realizing, like, hold up, these been red flags the whole time. You know, but they have been. So I feel like we got to start paying attention to that. You know, definitely pay attention to that. Like, I'm not even going to keep it all about Danny Lee because it's just been so wild shit going on in the news and in the media and just on the internet lately. Like, I wanted to talk about this. I told you I had like a list, right? But it kind of falls in line with red flags. So I'm going to talk about it too. But a couple of weeks ago, it was a couple in Florida. He's 61 years old, married the 18-year-old girl who used to be his goddaughter. I know you guys can look that up, you know, that story or whatever. Just Google, 61-year-old man marries 18-year-old goddaughter. Look that up. Red flags all through that shit. He used to date the mom of the his new wife. So he saw this little girl grow up, predator much. Then on top of that, she was 14 years old. So four years prior to him marrying her this year, she was 14 and she ran away from, I guess, the foster home because her mom was on drugs. So, you know, predators look for broken homes and they look for a, you know, like a breach in the gate, so to say, to come in and do their fuckery. So I guess the mother must've been on drugs and must've been unstable and, you know, lost her kids. And in the process, she had her kids probably allowed shit to happen to her kids because, you know, of her condition or probably didn't even know she was happening to her kids because of her condition, red flag. But when she was 14, she ran away from a foster home. The dude is on Facebook, like, help me find my goddaughter. Help me find my goddaughter. When in reality, she was there with him. 
red flag. Who did not catch that and tell this child that this is wrong? This man is abusing you and he's coaching you and grooming you, whatever the hell you want to call it, but it's wrong. Who, who, who dropped the ball? But those were red flags. You see what I'm saying? And now it leads up to the drama. They get married. She's 18. You got to see her. She's a pistol packer and she's, um, not really. I'm, I'm just, that's my, my nickname for just like the hot tamales. Like they spicy, they cuss you out. They're going to tell you whatever's in a, on their mind. You know, um, she's definitely one of those. She's definitely hot. And she's telling you, she's telling you like, let's meet my man. And we end this. Don't we worry about what we do. Okay. But, um, it's drama now because you have to fight for that. And then you didn't even give yourself no time to grow baby, but it's not my place to put an opinion on it. It's just like, yo, these are so many red flags. We're failing the kids. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So who Lord Jesus, more red flags, triggers and drama but before we go there um just to show you like to tell you um the triggers for me this second one was just all red flags like um the florida couple that's just madness you know i feel like uh, uh some other sane adult there was no sane adults around apparently to let this all pop off and then they got wedding pictures online you can look them up everyone at the wedding need to go to hell like I'm serious. Everyone at the wedding needs to go to hell because what are y'all looking at and participating in here? What are we really doing here? But I digress. But before we go further on there, I will say this. Um, the triggers from the Dan Lee thing for me is, yeah, like I said, in my 20s, I was a, a, a pistol packer. Not really packing pistols, depending on what day of the week was, but, um, more so just like real hot tamale, hot spice. You can't tell me nothing. And when my feelings was hurt, instead of me sitting here and, you know, trying to emotionally, logically look at the situation from an emotional, intelligent point of view, no intelligence, all emotion. And I reacted with that. And some of my non finer moments were, was at those times, but you live and you learn, right. And you're able to survive it. And I am grateful. There was no internet, but it is triggering because it's like, damn, we ain't learned nothing. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know Dan Lee personally, but like, okay, you should have this, you should have that. But it's like, how do, you know, it's like always a lot of the girls, you know, that get caught up in the BS, you know what I'm saying? Get caught up in the BS. And then she even put up like a very powerful statement. Like after I guess she got away and, you know, did what she had to do to leave. She was like, yo, don't think that men don't trap you with babies too you know, because they could walk away from parenting, but you can't. So they don't have to deal with you no more. And they could go fresh and start something else new, but you're stuck with their kid. Yeah. So to me, I feel like that's what I call making permanent decisions on temporary feelings. You know what I'm saying? And that statement goes for so many different scenarios, but in this one relationships, like you'd be feeling like, Oh man, we look good. Let me tell you something I used to do when I was in my twenties. Like, whatever guy I'm dating, like, let's look in the mirror. Like, maybe a good couple. Like, you could see I was fiending for Instagram. And I'm so happy we didn't have Instagram back then because I probably would have been all over it. But, um, you know, like, oh, let's look in the mirror. We make a good couple. Let's pose for a picture. Like, you know, and want to act like you're cute and look in the mirror. Dumb shit that kids do, right? Just hype off of, like, oh, my God, we look cute together, right? So imagine that couple with the fucking internet right now, okay? Like, you, every guy you met, you'd be like, oh, my God, imagine how, like, me and... Tom would look if we had a baby. Imagine how me and Jim would look if we had a baby. We all been through that shit. We all been through that high school, college, 20s, 
the dreaded 20s. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We've all been through that of like, oh my God, that means so so had a baby who'd be like this, you know, etc. Right? So nowadays I feel like they just act on that instead of just like having the imagination of the moment, getting excited about it, and then enjoying the moment. And also enjoying the moment and just enough. So in case it's does is not permanent, you have not walked away with um, I don't know, anything extra, like a kid. You know what I'm saying? That you're now having to raise for the next 18 years. And this dude's out. You know? Because I don't think that like, oh, you know, it's the guy's fault. You know, he left that girl like that. That's wrong. Because people fail to realize that the guy is still young too. And they still need time to grow. And I, I don't know if it has changed scientifically. But I used to always remember them saying that. Girls develop faster than boys, you know, mentally mature wise. Like they'll think about, you know, the relationship and having a boyfriend. Guys still want to play. They still play in video games and they still want to just hang out with their friends and not even be serious about that shit in life. And it's always the girls that's like, no, we got to play house and we got to play this. And you're my boyfriend and you're my husband and you have to do this. And we put that structure on ourselves that we end up trying to put on some you know, man that we end up finding and falling in love with, right? So, um, yeah, is it realistic? In my opinion, no. But um, I think that when, do I believe that you can find a partner and build with? Yes. And it has to be a two-way street in order for that to work. But um, I feel like right now, a lot of the newer generations, they kind of get emotionally wrapped up and they do, like I said, permanent decision-making on temporary motives, on temporary emotions, you know? So, like, for example, you and him was chilling. He probably heard that song, Easy, with Chris Brown. You know what? I'm going to play that song tonight from Danny Lee because, you know, we're talking about it. I'm definitely going to play that song tonight. But if you listen to the lyrics of that song, you're talking about, like, yo, we don't, you don't got to be mine. We're chilling. You do you and I'm going to do me. And we're going to just take it easy. You know, that's not the lyrics verbatim. But it's basically the effect of her telling the guy that she's chilling with. Like, we can sneak around and hang out when we're ready and do what we do. But we don't have to be in a relationship. And you don't have to worry about it like me stressing you out. That's what she said in the song, basically. That's the vibe I got from it. I'm going to play it at the end of this episode and you tell me what you think. But um, that's the vibe I got from it. So to me, music speaks volumes. I always say this. And I say that music if you're writing it or you're living it, it can tell your life and tell your life story. So maybe that was appealing to the baby. Like, hey, I'm a busy guy. You know, I'd rather have um, someone other than the wife and kids and, you know, the family that I got to deal with. I could just lay back, lay my hair down, relax for a little bit, kick up and be easy. And I think she she might be the perfect one. But they got too easy. They, they started like, I think they're both equally caught feelings but I'm not gonna put a just on her you know I think equally caught feelings but he also knows he has obligations prior obligations and then now it's like damn I'm in this too you know so this is a lot but that's a permanent decision making because there are condoms and birth control you know you could be like hey no I'm not really for abortion I feel like if you're at this point you should have the baby God blessed you with it however if you're not ready for a kid I'm also into that too like, um, as far as being proactive and saying, hey, look, I'm going to take birth control. I'm going to 
use contraceptives. They probably don't even call it contraceptives anymore because they probably don't know what the fuck that is. But use condoms and use, you know, stuff to prevent it. Because now you can walk away and be like, well, like you ever, I don't know about anybody else out there, but me, like, for example, I don't have kids. You know, I was married at one point in time and I did have me some crazy tumultuous, you know, at the time I thought life ending, heartbreaking relationships, just like, you know, the ones that did. That's why I said for me, this was a trigger because I I understand I've been there. You know what I'm saying? You just like, feel like the world is going to end. I've been there. I'm just, I look back at though everything. And I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't have any kids for none of these niggas. <laughs> so I think that was God's way of saving me because he has something bigger for me. But um, at the same time, I'm like, oh, you know, you got to look at them every day and be like, this motherfucker. And I'm not saying I would be like that with my kids because you're still going to do whatever. You know, I know me. I know I would, would do everything and make sure that my kids are great. They're straight. They're healthy, etc. But it's still distressing. You still got to deal with this nigga now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like you. We, we broke up and now I got to deal with you because of this kid. You know, and that's when that baby mama drama come into play. That's when all that attention come into play. And then now that you guys mature, right, or maybe just like you you know, you're getting older now because the kid is getting older. So the tensions died out a little bit, but now he's mature because remember I told you earlier, guys mature a little bit later than girls. So now he matured, your kids are like 12, you're looking raggedy or you're like, I'm tired. Not even saying you're looking raggedy, but you're just tired because you got to do a lot to take care of the family, etc. And here he comes with a nice, beautiful new wife. And, you know, he's living life like it's the first time ever. He has new kids, bought a house and car. And you're like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes you could save yourself from that. And you too can be like, instead of being the tired, I'm tired. And I'm not taking nothing away because my mother was a single mother. I've come from strong women. You know what I'm saying? And I give shout outs and respect to all women that have to take care of their families by themselves or even with people, because I got to do what I got to do, I don't have no kids, but I still got to do what I got to do for my household, you know, so I'm not bashing anyone, I don't want anyone to think that, I'm just playing it out for my want is to everyone to kind of look at it from a different perspective of like, hmm, you know, if we could save ourselves some of the headache, why wouldn't we, you know what I'm saying, imagine if you could be like, oh, I frolicked through my 20s, made it, now I'm 30, I'm 31. I'm successful. I'm, you know, done, you know, some things. I'm at a dip, I'm in a good headspace. Now I'm ready to settle down. And I think that men and women should have that to make that statement, not just like a woman waiting on a man to settle down cuz I always find that a lot. Like they're always waiting on a man to settle down. But we should be also as a woman to be like, "You know what? Now I'm ready to settle down." And then you date with intention and meet a person you like and state your intentions and move from there and it'll be much better because then it'll be like a new chapter opening for both of you together you know you're not bringing in the your baby daddy's kids and he come picking them up on friday so we can't really go out of town until he come and get etc you know what i'm saying like i've seen it on desk several different sides you know what i'm saying and it's like it's not the kids faults you know the kids are here so you gotta do what you gotta do for the kids and make sure that they're taken care of that's the best that we can do they cannot be the repercussions of our mistakes not at all i'm not saying that they should be at all they are the future but let's give them a future 
not toxic homes is what I'm saying. That three-month-old baby did not need to be up. She looked stressed. like, damn, I didn't even want this bottle, but I'm just going to take it so I could go to hell back to sleep. Y'all woke me up with this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, the baby got to rest. Like, you got to keep on a clock and get her schedule right. Like, you can't stress her out like that. And then you know what happened? You give people bad nerves. Yelling and just all that stuff around a baby, give them bad nerves. Next thing you know, they're jumpy. Next thing you know, they're scary. Next thing you know, they're not confident people in the world. Next thing you know, they can't make confident decisions or, or logical, emotionally intelligent decisions as adults because they were fucking abused and yelled at as kids or just around toxic situations you know what i'm saying so it's like um i think that with us you always hear like a lot of time right now they say like we're breaking generational curses we're breaking generational curses let's really freaking break them you know what i'm saying we can control ourselves like right now you see a lot of people saying hey i don't want the vaccination it's my body i don't want to do this i don't want to do that right okay be the same way about these relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, be intentional with your dating or be intentional with your not dating. Like, I was watching bloggers. So many different people talked about the Danny Lee and the baby episode or not episode, but situation that um I can't even keep up with all the people that talked about it. And that's why I was really, like, debating, like, should I talk about this or not? But I'm talking about from a different perspective. I'm talking more so from the emotional perspective as an observer who also has been through things. You know what I'm saying? So I could, it could be triggering. It's like PTSD. It can be triggering. Watching that girl sitting in the bathroom crying, talking to the um phone because um really and truly she didn't have anyone to talk to. Like she really didn't. And you could tell that, so she had to reach out to the live. That was triggering for me because I've been in moments like that where you feel the despair. You're like, damn, I can't talk to no one. You know what I'm saying? No one understands how I feel, and I cannot believe I'm in this predicament. And at the same time, I put myself in this predicament, you know? So I guess, you know, everyone handles things differently. Some people would bash it, like myself. And I'm like, fuck that Tasmanian devil ripping up this house the police is not gonna get me because i'm gonna be gone <laughs> by the time they come but this house is gonna be fucked up you know it was different like i'm talking about me in my 20s not now i'm talking about back then but um am i proud of it no i laugh at it yes but i'm grateful at the same time that you know it could have been worse right and it wasn't and i just feel like we need to give ourselves that grace you know what i'm saying and we'd be like okay it could have been worse like for example i think you know, just looking out from different angles, you're here now, the baby's here, they got three months, you know, the baby's been here for three months, she's been up there with you for three months, and you're probably over it, okay, if you are, do what you gotta do respectfully, because she's still the mother of your child, you still have to deal with her on, even if it's like you don't see the baby till again, till she's like 18, and now she's like, oh, she's 18, and she's graduating, or whatever the case is, you're still gonna have to come back around, the fame could be gone, the money could be gone, but you now still have a child. You know what I'm saying? So he could have been like, did it differently. Even if he was saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to tape it because, you know, I have the reputation of them saying I do violent stuff and I don't want to say this girl say I did anything, so I'm going to tape it. If that was the case, then just videotape it. 
You didn't have to go live and you didn't have to post it and do all that stuff. You could have the videotape so that way if something popped off, if she did try to play herself in that manner, then you'd be like, look, this is exactly why I taped it because you, you're not going to play me like that, right? And then you would have that for later reference. And none of us would be here talking about it and my I would have been going about my regular scheduled programming, right? But um, that didn't happen. So that definitely... Was it was it was triggering for me because I've been there and gaslighting is all up in that motherfucker. Okay, so you know you know what gaslighting is when people like a person will basically provoke you into making you feel like you're fucking crazy and you do some crazy shit and then they turn around and be like, oh my god, look what they did! I told you they were crazy. It's not me, it's them, right? Ah, that was so triggering too because that has happened to me. And I am not proud to say it, but yes, they fucking lit the gas and I fucking exploded. Yes. So I understand and I empathize with her in that because the 20s are fucking terrible. I'm just, like I said, grateful that I did not have kids with none of those people. That's what I'm definitely grateful for because you can sever yourself and you can give yourself that grace and a time to heal. And then now when you do meet the person that you want to spend your life with and build your, you know, your empire with, you can also sit there and build and say, you know what, I'm ready to have kids. And y'all can have that conversation and plan your family accordingly, you know, and, and, and you see the difference. Like, like I just said earlier, like the dude, like I gave the scenario of the guy that he might've had a kid young where he didn't know his head from his tail. He's probably still living in his mom's house and not wiping his ass properly, but he gets a young girl pregnant and he's 19, 20, et cetera. She's 19, 18, 19, et cetera. Now, 10, 20 years later, he's, you know, 29, 30, he's successful. And, you know, they've been, you know, fell off as far as relationship wise, but they, you know, still got a kid, right? Now he's at a point where he's like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down and start my family and marry my wife. And he picks a different girl. Devastation. There's going to always be a drama because, you know, you didn't pick me and I was here first, right? Type of thing. But it's like, if you give yourself that grace and just be like, you know, try to avoid that, then you too can have that option of being like, yeah, you know, I, we was used to hang out back then, but now I live a different life, you know, but, um, so it's, it's, can't cry have a spilled milk. The kids are here. They get here. They're here. So the kids are here. So I just wish, I wish her healing energy and strength. I send that definitely to her. And I hope that, um, this can be a lesson for other people too. Like, it's not really funny. It's really not funny. I see a lot of people, like, especially a lot of women that were triggered by her yellow bone statement or whatever she put up there they're really triggered by that and they're joking and like, oh so yellow bones not what he wanted oh yellow bone and i get it because colorism is very serious that's a very thin line to thread to tread right now um is just as if not more sensitive in the black community than race racism because colorism is like racism amongst each other it's terrible you know what I'm saying? So you saying like you yellow bone and you trying to come over to our community, like that's crazy. And um they didn't go it didn't fare over well. So a lot of people are not being empathetic with her, but I'm just being empathetic overall because it's triggering for me. Not like a hundred percent thank God I have not been, you know, I don't have any kids, so you already know my stories don't match up to that. But I can understand and I could definitely relate on all sides of the fence, even me me, all sides of the fence. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like that's crazy. So, and if it's to be public, I'm just giving myself grace and 
appreciation that thank you Jesus you were born in a different time right but um we all gotta you know kind of be more mindful of that is what I'm saying gotta be mindful of that and just like with the red flags and triggers and stuff you know it's just madness um I don't know, a couple of episodes back, and it just, just made me think of this too, because I was about to talk about, again, about the Florida couple, but look that up, you know, it's him and his, it's just typing like 61-year-old man, or 18-year-old, married 18-year-old goddaughter, you probably don't have to finish it, because Google will be like, here you go, and pull it right up for you, but um, you have to see that story to see it, but it made me think back on God Bless the Dead, Aretha Franklin, and her dad, I saw something recently, again, where now they're just like, it's official, he is the father of the kids, boom, 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 uh, I think I cracked that case nine months ago, on She Can Talk, the podcast, but red flags all up in there, same thing, like, that story reminds me of the girl, the same with the Florida couple or whatever, that just happened recently, this dude, like, okay, why would Aretha Franklin's dad have a baby with a 12-year-old girl from his church and not molest his daughters? I'll wait. Okay. I waited enough. But his red flags all up in there. And people, other adult, like somebody got to step the hell up. You know what I'm saying? And I just think in all situations, like, even if, like, it's, it seemed like I'm going to sound crazy for stepping up, I think that somebody got to step up and, and kind of be like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And kind of. When you see a red flag, like, yo, flag on the play, what's this? You know what I'm saying? Before it leads to trauma and drama that later on will trigger you. You know what I'm saying? That's why I named this this um episode Red Flags, Triggers, and Drama. Oh, my. And then just even go further. Like like I said, we're not even fully through the week. And then um, you wake up, like, the next day and Stevie J and Faith it's like having a repeat of the baby and Danny Lee. Like, you know, you fuck this nigga in my bed. And, and they're older. You know, like, they're in their 50s or, I don't know, 40s, 50s. Like, they're older now. And you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're doing the same thing. But to me, that situation, I could do a whole other episode about them. But Red Flags was there. First of all, he was Biggie's producer. You as Biggie's wife. That don't count for nothing. I know Biggie's passed on. And I know that a lot of people have found love through the grieving of a relative or a shared loved one. I get that. But mm, is it okay or right? Maybe not. So that's one thing. And they had a lot going on since then. Like, you know, you know how Stevie J had Jocelyn. He had all that stuff going on. So to me, I felt like the quick right turn he made to faith was kind of at first i thought it was just a play on a tv show but in reality they really got married i was like that's interesting then you see how allegedly so this part i'm not even gonna because this is you know allegedly you know drug use and abuse in their relationship has been reported throughout the years and it's only like three years they've been together you know they fight and on again off again blah 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 but this is all the stuff that you didn't see until this video surfaced once again this week. And the video surfaced of none other than Stevie J accusing Faith of sleeping with a guy in her bed or something. And she's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And 
just a very toxic situation, you know? And I feel like, um, they were friends and they probably should have remained friends. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people be feeling like, Oh, if you're a guy and a girl, you, you can't be friends. I really feel like you can. And sometimes you can ruin it by, you know, overstepping the bounds. And remember like Stevie J, like, um, um, confided in her, I guess, with the whole Jocelyn thing at one point. And when he was trying to like do his rehab and clean up himself, he was, she was there with him, helping him out. So all that was cool and all, but you should have kind of left it at that. Like we're friends and we're almost like brother and sister. That probably would have been the best fit for them. But, um, I digress. I don't know. I don't want to act like I'm talking about them. Like I know something, but it's a lot of red flags there for sure. You know? And, um, they, them two are seasoned. They've been through, like, Stevie J was married to Eve. And remember, they had the sex tape and all that other stuff. So, red flag. Wild boy. You know what I'm saying? Red flags from 20 plus years ago. So, and look, that's a perfect example. Stevie J was married to Eve, one of his first wives. Like, and I don't even tell how many times he's been married. But Stevie J was married to Eve from Rough Rider. A lot of people probably don't know that right now because it was so long ago. You know, and probably like so quickly, but, um, they did like a sex tape and a whole bunch of other stuff and some wild shit. And it was like, and back then those times, luckily it was more so like, if you seen the tape, it was like on VCR tape or DVD or whatever, but it wasn't no circulation of internet back then. So, you know, that was good times where you could just nothing that maybe that that was a wrong choice of words to say good times but that was a better time when you could probably do some wild shit like that and it would not circulate as fast or sometimes you could just bury it and it could go away right so um yeah i think that they had their stuff and whatever happened and then they end up divorcing because of drama right so he has a history of drama that follows him I mean, love and hip hop. You thought it was for show, but nah, they put him on the show because he's full of drama. People do be thinking it's the other way around. Like they cast these people to give, you know, to make them pretend and do drama. No, they cast them because there was some incentive there. Like they might not um, display drama 99% of the time, but that 1% is going to be enough for TV or that 10% in Stevie's case, that 60% is going to be enough for 10 series seasons of love and hip hop, right? So red flags are there. If you knew this from before and you saw he married women before that you met and knew and dated, like, I just feel like that's, I don't know. That's everyone's different. I couldn't have did it. I was like, Steve, you wild, you a wild boy, but nah, even if you had a fling with him, I don't know if I could have did that and be like, I'm not marrying you. I don't know because it's just too much history between them as friends you know, and them seeing each other with other people throughout the years, you know, but I don't know, I don't know, and then look, well, look what happened, so, like I said, maybe they should have kind of just kept it on that neutral area, and not do that, because it was massive red flags there, you know, they didn't work out, but yeah, so I'm not gonna hold y'all up, I just wanted to share that with y'all, like, you know, that we gotta have more grace, not only with ourselves, but with people, you know what I'm saying, because like I tell you guys, like, this, y'all still, you know, there's people out there, you know, doing their own thing, like, you know, there's, I don't know if we want to say if there's still the pandemic, or like, I don't know what the fuck to say about that right now, but we are still in some weird-ass times, and we're moving into the holiday times right now, right, so, 
I'm chilling. I'm grateful for everything, knock on wood. But um, at the same time, you still got to be mindful of your fellow man because you just don't know what the next person's going through. So even if you're like, I'm chilling, I'm good, still keep a, a loving energy out and send it out into the world for someone else who might not be as good as us you know what I'm saying and kind of work with a little bit of grace you know and I mean I get it we fall you know we put our feet in our mouths and we say the shit and it come back and backfire or bite us in the ass I'm not saying you know oh you know like we're gonna let everyone go no you gotta stand your ground you gotta stand on it I get it I get it you know I didn't see the yellow bone stuff until, like I said, this week. I went looking for it because everybody was talking about all the stuff and basically saying how her, him embarrassing her was the ultimate backlash because she really thought that she was on top and winning and, you know, riding high because of him. And in reality, now, look, he don't want to be with you. And did it on such a, such a public level, right? But um, I get it that they said, you know, but I don't think she deserves that. Like, not like that. Like, you could have did it all privately and gave her her grace. You know what I'm saying? And gave yourself that grace. Because, I mean, I get you going hard and you're like, oh, this is going to feed into my image and people are just going to love me anyway. And I get it. I, I Honestly, I, I respect the baby because of the don't give a fuck attitude, you know. I think it's just the women, like, we we more emotional. So, we, like, start thinking about shit or whatever. But um, I, I, I would love to have absorb some of um baby's energy because i think just don't give a fuck and i can't even be mad at it honestly you don't give a fuck they can promote his shit about to do a tour stage tour killer some shit i don't know but he doing it you know what i'm saying and all of this is just feeding into that hype for him and he's taking advantage of it so i think you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander she should do the same thing you should go in the lab mommy go back to dominican republic to that seven bedroom house you bought the fam Get some Pro Tools, hook that joint up, you know what I'm saying? Get some beats and work that shit out, for real, for real. Because that's the best therapy, for real, trust me. The best therapy at the end of the day. But um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to go too hard in the paint because, like I said, I don't want um to add to it. I know this girl's doing, going through a lot, right? So I'm going to definitely send her some healing, healing energy, some love and grace. And if I can say anything like... She probably won't even never listen to this. But if she happens to listen to this, just know that everything I said is from a place of love and empathy. I understand. And I'm sending you healing, energy, and grace. Give yourself some grace, you know? If you need to, freaking unplug. Like like I said, get you your studio. You got your baby. Watch your baby grow. And um, make some music. And when you feel strong again and you ready to resurface, at that, I would turn off the phone. Like, I would disconnect that shit. Like, I don't know. Her phone even. I don't know what she at. You know what I'm saying? Remove all platforms from your phone and just de-plug and deal with the world. Let me tell you, that's the best thing. Because I honestly be feeling like I, I'm be having, like, a VIP access to my life because I don't post shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I be feeling like, damn, I be really enjoying this. And I think with me, I'm beginning to enjoy the moment when you do things versus like, Oh, I got to post everything. I got to let everyone know that I'm doing something, you know, I'm coming to the point. I feel like, um, God is going to speak for me and God is going to let the work talk for me. So I'm going to, um, not say relax, but I'm going to do my part, but I'm not going to worry about it anymore. You know? And I love the unplug. Like I love to like, remove myself for a little bit 
Because I noticed, like, social media, I don't know about anyone else, but that shit gets tense. Like, not even if it's anything for you personally, because I don't really have nothing, like, going on. Like, I have my music, and I do the podcast, etc. But I'm talking about, like, no drama, thank you, Jesus, going on on the internet. But what I'm saying is, it's so still tense, like, watching people, you know, joke people constantly, insult people, um hurt themselves with just weird ass stunts and shit um insulting assaulting shooting killing you know all this type of stuff right daily that's a fucking ptsd overload you know what i'm saying every freaking day you know so just looking through that shit so when you unplug you can i don't know for me anyway i could think a little bit clearer i can kind of get back to what's important to me and then that would allow me to put what I've worked on and what I feel proud of forth for you guys to enjoy. But I can't do that if I'm in here clogging my brain with bullshit, you know? And that's why I think we all got to unplug. So that would be my recommendation to Danny Lay during this time is to unplug. Don't even worry about it because right now, Every minute she probably go up there. She's the first thing she's probably seeing is this dude's page. He's posting this. He's posting that. Is he saying anything? Is he talking about me? And then she's probably still calling him too. Like it's, I don't know. I hope she's not anyway, but you know what I'm saying? It's just that time. Give yourself that time, you know? And, um, yeah, regroup. So that's what I would say about that. And I say that to anyone out there that's going through something. It may not be like with 1.9 million viewers and that's still good. But um, give yourself time, you know. Sometimes you ego can inflate us up so much and you can feel really, really good. And then just one pin is all you need and it could pop and then you're back on the ground, right? So um, we got to give yourself grace because life is full of peaks and valleys. So when you um, have a peak, it's just like with the stocks. Just know it's going to take a dip afterwards. So be prepared for that, you know. Be prepared to enjoy it when it's high, as well as be prepared to enjoy it and live accordingly when it's low. Boom. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to hold y'all long. But um, I, I say that, and I've been up here with y'all hour for y'all. But, you know, she could talk, the podcast, you know how we do. Hey! But I'm going to get out of here, y'all, because I got some more stuff that I want to talk about with y'all. But um, I'm going to break this up. I can't I can't do two, three hours with y'all now because mama got to get back in the studio. I got some things I got to do. I got some people I got to talk to because I've been, I'm going to just say it like this, painting. Next time I paint, I'm just going to pay someone to do it because, whoo, and then you got to rest from painting. So that's another thing too. But anyway, so we're working on some things, things, and I'm very proud of it. Looking forward to the holidays. But um, yeah, I'm going to leave y'all here today with some love. I'm sending y'all some love. Y'all love each other. Love on yourself. You know, I tell y'all that all the time because you can't love me if you don't love you. So spread love like Biggie says the Brooklyn way. Ay. Okay, and then, um, you know what I'm saying, get ready for the holidays. I want y'all to get into a positive mood, a positive mode. You know what I'm saying? Send some healing energy out to, you know, anyone, you know, that you feel needed out there. And just give a little kind grace to someone out there that you might, you never know who might need it and who might appreciate it when it's given to them, right? And I'm going to leave y'all here today with 
Danny Lee Easy. I thought this was a pretty chill song from her. I know she has way more recent songs, etc. But this was one of my personal favorites when I started kind of taking notice of her. And I was like, yo, this girl has potential here. I like her style, like her swag. Yeah, so hopefully she'll be able to get that back because I've been there too. I'm still an artist too, and life comes at you quick, you know, and I'm pretty sure a child, a whirlwind romance, and a world, you know, earth-shattering heartbreak, that's life coming at her quick, and that makes for good music too, so I hope she does that. But all right, I'm not going to hold y'all long. Until next time, y'all stay good. She can talk, the podcast, and you know what my thing is. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. It ain't going to hurt me either way, all right? And run up them numbers on Obvious. We still out here streaming on Tidal. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tidal for showing that love. Video on Tidal. Video on Apple. We got um everything on iHeartRadio as well. We got the whole Gongoli Radio iHeart. So show that love. Spread that love. Tell a friend. Like, you know, I, you know my motto. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't. Oh, well, tell him again. All right. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Y'all stay good. Out. Thing to the floor, one for the Make ride. you feel lucky, lucky. Make you wanna love.